You are listening to the Movie Cheer Podcast. The best place for movie topics and blockbuster discussions. Welcome to Movie Cheer Town. Now everyone, it's time to spread a bit of movie cheer. Welcome to the Movie Cheer Podcast, the show for movie fans. I am your host, AP, aka Mr. Movie Cheer, and on today's edition of the Movie Cheer Pod, I will be discussing the best movies coming in 2023. I'll be giving you my thoughts on which movies I personally think are going to be the best ones coming out this year in 2023. Did the same thing last year for Let's Let's keep this a run, a tradition every year now. Do the best movies coming in 2023. Uh, not every year, obviously. For this year only. Next year it'll be 2024. Um, but yeah, that's going to be today's headline topic, ladies and gents. I'm going to be looking at four different movies for today's headline topic that are coming out this year. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm going to give a breakdown of them all and why I think they're going to be really tremendous movies to watch for us all as movie fans. Uh, but before we get to today's headline topic, as always, I like to start the show off with a segment called Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping. This is the part of the show where I discuss what is going on with the channel, what's going on with the movie cheer town community, and it's just a general easing in chit chat to get us ready for the rest of the show. So, Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping for this week. What is going on in movie cheer town. Uh, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year to you all. Uh, Happy New Year 2023. I hope you are the a great December uh, period. Um, I, I took a bit of break, obviously, as you know, over Christmas. I, I wasn't feeling great. I had a bit of illness um, over Christmas, and but then I was taking a break anyway. But I'm all great now. I've just dropped the pen on the floor if you heard that. But yeah, I'm all great now. Everything's fine. I'm feeling 100% better. Uh, I just want to say big, big thank you and, you know, really super kind the kindness that i put our post and some of the messages back it was really kind and i really do appreciate all the the really kind messages when i weren't feeling great uh, so thank you very much to everyone in the movie cheer town community you're all really really kind people uh, i really do appreciate it uh, you know I, I a message like that really does go a long way and i do really appreciate it so um thank you very much guys i really do uh the thoughts do count, and I appreciate every single message that is sent. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I hope you're all going to have a great new year. Uh, I hope you've got some great plans for your movie room, some movie watches for 2023, some some things you're going to watch. Uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. A new year, a new fresh slate of movies. I love that. I love the idea just, you know, we've got a whole bunch of new movies coming out. It's like a, it's just like this fresh new experiences just waiting to be viewed, I can't wait, it's going to be fun, and and it's not even new movies as well, you know, it's like movies from the past for me as well, that I'm, you know, still discovering tons of great movies, classic movies that I've never disco- discovered before, and that's what I think, like 2023, I'm going to watch more, uh, more classic movies, and just keep track of what I'm watching, and try and just try and intake more um, movies I've never watched before as well, I think that's a really a good idea and good way to look at things when you're watching movies, getting new experiences in. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about what else is going on in Movie Cheer Town. And anyway, uh, latest video. Uh, video came out last Saturday, and it was a channel update video. The 
I don't know whether I've done a channel update video before on the channel, but it was just generally just uh, ch chatting about the plans for the channel, plans for 2023. Uh, short, you know, short sort of like story of it all. I am going to cut back on the content a bit this year. And it's going to be, you know, if you watch that video for the full sort of like um, idea of what, what the plan is for the channel and for the podcast in 2023. But uh, videos now, you know, podcast, we're talking about the podcast here today. The podcast will not really be affected as such, but it will be every, so the last Saturday of every month will be a general normal video on the Saturday. The Thursday videos are no more for the time being anyway. Um, so it'll be normal podcast apart from the last Saturday of the month, which will just be a normal video instead of the podcast. Just kind of changing things up, having a bit of a shake up, uh, getting a bit more time to myself to work on some other projects, like maybe doing a short film. Um, so it's, it's fun, it's exciting. Uh, I think, like I said, I said it in the video, I think it's always good to have a bit of a shake up sometimes to just, you know, when you feel like you need to do other things and pursue other things, creative endeavors or whatever it may be in life, I think it's always good to trust your gut Go all in with something that you truly, uh, you know, you believe in doing, you feel like is the right thing to do and follow your compass as well. Just always follow, follow your natural compass of where you want to go in life. And that's that's why I've decided to, you know, cut back on some of the videos this year. But still, to be honest, focusing on more of long form videos, doing the podcast videos, because I love doing these deep dives. I love, I like these videos where you, you don't, you know, you're not cutting things down. You're not doing like cuts here and there. It's just, you know, Let's get into it. Let's deep dive into a discussion. And uh, yeah, this is what I love doing, talking about movies, bottom line. But anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, the other little bit, final bit of Not So Worthy Blockbuster Housekeeping for this week, the blog, moviecheerpodcast.com. Um, it's been a bit inactive for the past few weeks, I will say, uh, but it will be returning uh, very soon. I'm going to start putting in a few more, um, getting a few more blogs out there, and uh, that's going to be the plan for 2023 because I another plan because I really do enjoy doing the blog. I enjoyed it last year. For me, it was just about um, starting the blog, you know, becoming a better writer of talking about movies and putting things on paper because I feel like, you know, I, I, I do the videos and the podcast, but writing is something I'm really bad at. So uh, don't get me wrong, I'm still pretty bad at it, <laughs> but it's an improvement every time. And I always think it's just every time I do another blog, I'm improving on my writing and sort of like articulating myself on a piece of paper, even though I'm not writing on a piece of paper, it's on a laptop, but there we go. But anyway, the blog will re be returning. Uh, Movie Chair Town is back in business. The doors are open. The village, Movie Chair Town is saying, come on, come all, come into Movie Chair Town. Um, yes, you can come in, uh, come in, take a, take a step in Movie Chair Town and take a trip around the town. It's a beautiful place. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the rest of the podcast. I'm rambling. I know I am. It's the first podcast of the year. I'm excited. But anyway, yeah, let's get into uh, that's not so worthy blockbuster housekeeping for this week. Let's move on now to today's headline topic. The Movie Cheer Podcast presents the headline topic for the episode. Remember to spread a head, bit head, of headline topic. Head, head, head. So today's headline topic, the best movies coming out in 2023. 
these are all my personal opinions of uh, movies that I think are going to be the best ones coming out this year in 2023. And uh, I've got four choices for you all today. So let's get into it. Let's get to the first choice, the number one choice. Well, these are not my number one choice. It's just four. They're not rated like this is my first. This this is you know one to four, no particular order. Let's get into it anyway. Uh, first one I want to discuss is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. The well, the third movie now in the uh, Ant Man and the Wasp trilogy of movies starring Paul Rudd. And uh, this one is, I can't wait for this one. So, Quantum Mania, this comes out on the 17th of February. And the uh, the premise of the story is this one is like Ant Man and the Wasp and his daughter, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Fingy Russell. Um, and, you know, the oh, basically all the Ant Man gang, let's just say all the Ant Man gang, they get sort of like warped into the quantum realm. And the quantum realm is like this miniature universe. And I believe in the comic books, it was known as the microverse, but they've changed it for for the movies, like the just the name of it. So the quantum realm is like this micro universe within our universe. But when they shrink down, they go into this newer, this new like vast universe that we've never discovered before because it's so small. But this is where Kang the Conqueror comes in. He's like the leader of this sort of like this um this big uprising, this big dynasty building in the microverse. Uh, Kang the Conqueror is being played by Jonathan Majors. He did have a small role in the Loki show. Um, he's kind of like being built up as this big villain now for the the Avengers, and there's going to be like the two new Avengers movies, and like they are going to be you know a big focus. Uh, with Kang and you have Secret Wars and stuff like that going on. But this feels like this is going to be like the big lead into a lot of that going on and the future of the MCU as a whole with this whole multiverse sort of side of things. Uh, the story here, or the premise of the story, looks like, like Scott Lang is going in there and with all the Ant-Man gang and he wants more time with his daughter because because of the snap, he didn't get to see his daughter grow up and he basically remembers her as a little girl and then the snap happened, he come back and she's a, like a grown woman. Uh, so he wants to get that time back and like Kang, from the trailers we have seen, it's it's like he is offering Scott Lang Ant-Man more time with his daughter, maybe to like reverse time potentially. Um, so that seems like the premise of the story and then it does it all goes like a bit haywire and then... And then we see uh, Kang versus Ant-Man in this story. And we've had a few trailers that have dropped so far for this. And then I will say the the one dropped this week. And i got to say the, the trailer looked epic. It really did look great. But I did feel like it, it revealed it. It was like, it felt like it was a bit too long, the trailer. Even though I loved seeing it, it felt like they, they, they showed us a bit too much of this movie. And it was like, by the end of it, I was like, I wish they hadn't shown that much of this movie and it was just it was a bit too much to see I felt and I, I thought the the first one they put out the Elton John when it had the uh, yellow brick goodbye yellow brick road that song on I think that was a much better trailer I think it was a bit shorter but it, it kind of just left a bit there for the imagination to think what's going on here what are we going to see and it teased it didn't tease too much it sees just enough for us to get excited as movie fans. And that's what I thought was great. But even though um, I'm still excited for this movie, I don't feel like we've seen everything. I don't think they've shown us all of it, but I feel like it's just going to be uh, a fantastic film to see at the cinema. I'm really looking forward to seeing 
Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania. February, uh, sorry, 17th of February. It's going to be a cracking film. Really good sci-fi movie. For me, it looks like it's got a big influence of like Star Wars in here as well. Where you go into this quantum realm, the characters in the bit of like Guardians of the Galaxy in there too. I'm excited for this one indeed. So the second movie I'm going to discuss today that is coming out in 2023 uh, that I'm really excited for is Transformers Rise of the Beast. Uh, this is now, believe it or not, this is the seventh movie in the Transformers franchise. Um, this is coming out on June the 9th this year. And this movie is very much like um, it's taking the Beast Wars era of the Transformers and it's putting that on the big sc big screen finally. Uh, I will say this is kind of like my era of uh, Transformers. The Beast Wars was like, you know, like late 90s, or like well, mid to late 90s, I'd probably say. And Beast Wars was, was my jam, you know, the, the cartoon, the toys, um, it was, you know, that that was what I I really liked. Don't I don't don't get me wrong. I wasn't like a, the biggest fan of it. I wasn't like a huge fan, but I remember watching it. And the toy, I think the toys were more significant to me as well. The the toys were super cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I was um, I'm I'm really looking forward to this. I thought the trailer that was released last year was was really cool. It looked great. I've only I was trying to think as well how many of these movies I've watched and how many I've really enjoyed. And I, I gotta be honest, the first one, the very first Transformers movie was was really decent. I thought it was a decent movie. And I remember watching the second one for and I thought it was cheesy, just super cheesy. I couldn't get into it. It was it was garbage really. It was like Iron Man 3. It was it was that bad. Um but I remember I, the only other one I think I've watched then is the Bumblebee movie as well with with John Cena and the I can't, is it Haley something? The one, the girl who was in uh, the Hawkeye TV show. Is it Haley Stanfield, Stanfield or something like that? Um, that was okay. It wasn't amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I've seen, so maybe I've seen like two or three of the Transformers movies in total. I might have seen a bit of the Mark Wahlberg one, like when it was on TV. I think I've seen a bit of that one actually, yeah. But overall, I've, I've not watched the whole seven movies. So. Uh, I don't know whether you need to watch them all or whether this is kind of like a, a like a reboot or like a re you, you know its own individual story. I hope it is because I, I want to watch this at the cinema. I think it'll be a really cracking movie to see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So Beast Wars basically it's instead of like the the cars turn into robots this time, it's like um, the the robots turn into like like there's a gorilla that turns into like a robot so so it's like a robot gorilla or you'll have like a a robot shark in it or a robot dinosaur so uh yeah i'm 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 really uh looking forward to this i think it's going to be a really exciting movie to see i'm i'm really pumped to just see what they do with it on the big screen and i hope it does deliver for me as a as a, a fan of that and you know the nostalgia for that i hope it all delivers on screen and kind of like visually i can see you know you have them you have them nostalgia goggles on you you know you think of things in the past and then they do a reboot and you're like sometimes it's all right and then um sometimes they're a bit you know i i enjoyed like for instance i i think the ninja turtles movies were really good the reboots they've done a few years back the remakes whatever you want to call with like the cgi turtles i think i think they are really good films and it, it for me it brought back a lot of nostalgia because i you know i liked turtles as a kid and even you know i don't think it was the best movie ever i, I think in in looking back at the movie it wasn't it could have been better but the power rangers movie wasn't awful um 
I think for me, the only thing watching that I thought it was just a bit slow with the build up to be becoming the Power Rangers, like actual with the suits on and stuff like that. But that that was okay. I think the Turtles wanted it for nostalgia though, for as a kid, for stuff I watched as a kid, and then having that sort of reboot on the big screen. That was amazing. That was a big hit of nostalgia. I loved it. And I'm hoping Beast Wars has that same feel as so Rise of the Beast. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with this on the big screen. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to movie number three I'm going to discuss today. And movie number three is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That is right, The Dial of Destiny, starring Harrison Ford returning to the role as Indy. Uh, we have Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is playing, I think, the goddaughter of Indiana Jones. And you have Mads, Mik Mads Mikkelsen is in there as well. Uh, and you have Antonio Banderas. Quite a, a really good cast. Um, I mean, these these movies never disappoint for cast members. They've always got a decent cast. Uh, this time, instead of Steven Spielberg directing it, we have James Mangold. Um, if you're not aware of who, who James Mangold is, uh, maybe you've been living on the rock, but he is an awesome director. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Logan, he dire directed that. He directed uh, The Wolverine. He did Copland. Uh, what other movies did he Off the top of my head, I can't think. He's a great director, though. Really, really good director. And The Dial of Destiny. So this movie is coming out June 30th this year. And it's going to be set in the year 1969, this one. Now, from what we saw of the trailer, we've seen one trailer so far. And there was, like, scenes where they de-aged Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. So we see, like, a young Indy in it. And The Dial of Destiny, it sounds like it's kind of like a... It it looks and feels to me, and I think from what I've read on you know like Reddit and stuff like that on YouTube, it's going to be like a time travel movie. This one, so if it, it feels like every movie franchise just that's like the last point, isn't it? They always go like, we'll do this story, we'll do this story. What else have we got? Let's do time travel. Let's go for it, time travel. Um, but you know what? If they can do a really good time travel story with Indiana Jones, and I'm I'm all for it. I'm I'm looking forward to. It. Are, are we going to see? Like um, with the de-aging going on, are we going to see old Indiana Jones, you know, what? Well, well, current Indiana Jones, you know, current Harrison Ford goes back in time and he sees young Harrison Ford and we see an interaction of the two of them. I'd, I'd be down for that. I think it'd be cool. I'd be, I'd, I'd be, I'd be looking forward to seeing that. Or maybe, maybe even this, maybe we see him interacting with his younger self or looking upon his younger self in the in the older in the like the original movies like we see scenes from you know uh, like Temple of Dune or Raiders of the Lost Ark we see them scenes and current in the in 1969 in in the is just like watching upon these sort of moments or something like that maybe we see stuff like that going on in the movie and um, that be, that I'd be really like excited to see stuff like that. I think it'd be interesting to see but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it I for me, Indiana Jones, I've probably said it before, you know, I, I wasn't like a huge fan growing up of these movies. These are movies I've watched more in maybe like, I'd say like late teens, early 20s or whatever, and really got into them then. And I, I really think they're great films now. Even the last one, I mean, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I, I still, I like that movie. I'm a big fan of that movie. Last Crusade is my favorite by far, but I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, Indiana Jones in another adventure and just to see what what they do on the big screen with it with this new story I mean it's took long enough the you know 2008 was the last time we saw Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones and it you've got to think it's going to be probably the last hurrah on this one I I mean if it's another 
what like another 10 20 years he's maybe he's going to be like feel like he's probably i mean too 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 old to be doing the role anymore i mean god forbid he might not even be around it for in another 10 20 years so um this feels like it's going to be a last hurrah for the character and i just hope they do sign it off with you know a really good ending a really good adventure and just really give us uh, you know, an Indiana Jones movie that we can all enjoy as fans because it feels like the last one was a bit divided. Let's give us one now that all of us can appreciate and we all enjoy. And everyone in the, you know, the, the fandom of Indiana Jones just really has a great time at the cinema watching this film. So that comes out on June 30th this year. Going to be a cracking one to see. Now, let's move on to the fourth and final movie I'm going to discuss today on best movies coming in 2023 and the fourth movie i'm going to discuss is the super mario brothers movie that's right the super mario bros movie uh coming out on april 7th this movie it's going to be that's the date it's coming out this is from illumination studios the uh, studio who brought us despicable me the minions movie so it's going to be an animated movie again. This one, it's not a live action one. It's an animated movie, and very much, you know, the the look of the movie is taken, you know, directly from the games. You know, it looks great, but it looks like it's got that sort of like visual look of the the Minions movies. Um, but we've seen a few trailers for this come out now so far. So we're in this movie. We've got Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy voicing Mario. Um, kind of feels like it was a bit. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of criticism online at first about him playing that role because people want that classic voice from the video games where it's like, hello, it's me, I'm Mario. But I, I, I'll be honest, I, I think Chris Pratt is great in like the Guardians of the, movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I like him in uh, Parks and Rec. He's funny in that. So... I, I wasn't too bothered. I, 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 you know, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to sound like an Italian plumber to me, uh, Mario. It can be any voice. And in the trailers we've seen so far, he, he's just doing like his Chris Pratt voice, and I think it works all right for the character. I, I don't think it like diminishes diminishes the character. I mean, it's the same, I suppose. With uh, I don't think it's quite as like iconic, I suppose, with like the Sonic voice from the video games because they didn't hire the same person to do the voice in a movie. They hired someone else, but I think. You know, overall, people like that movie and the voice in in the end, and I think it's going to be the same with this. And you know, obviously, all the characters in this are recast with like Hollywood actors. Um, but I, I think it's going to be great. I think the most impressive, probably the one what fans are probably going to enjoy the most is is Jack Black as Bowser. So you got Chris Chris Pratt as Mario. We have Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, and Anna Taylor Joy as Peach. And yeah, you know, there's a lot more characters in there as well, like Donkey Kong and uh, Toad, Captain Toad, a few others. And yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. I think the trailers have been really exciting to see. Uh, big video game. I'm a big video game fan. Uh, I love Mario. I mean, for me, I'll be honest with you, Mario Odyssey on the Switch has been one of my favorite gaming experiences uh, of all time. I absolutely love that game. I, I think it's just a superb game, and. You know, playing that, and then when you hear about them, you, you know, I honestly, it's like one of them games I just think back, like, it's just so much fun, and so much fun of an experience, and then it brings me back to, you know, growing up as a kid, playing the Mario games on the SNES, um, the, the SNES, um, it's a lot of nostalgia there, and a lot of, you know, I, I really enjoy that franchise of Mario, 
And the fact that they're doing this live action movie, well, not a live action, an animated movie now of this universe, the Mushroom Kingdom, it's going to be just exciting to see. And the trailers have been really fun. Uh, it, basically, the premise of the story from what we've seen so far is Mario and Luigi, who are plumbers in the real world, in this like real animated world, get sucked into the, to the Mushroom Kingdom to save uh, all the other universes against from Bowser's sort of wrath of um, destruction, basically. And Bowser is just going around all these different universes, these different locations, destroying them all with his big army. You know, Bowser is basically Darth Vader within this story, and Mario is Luke Skywalker. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be just super fun to see. I think they've really nailed it with the cast. I think the from what we've seen in trailers so far, they've nailed on what the humour is. Don't get me wrong, this is a kid's movie. This is a family-friendly movie, but I, I, I like watching like the Minions movies. The anime, I'm a big fan of animation movie, like animated movies, Minions, like the Disney stuff, Pixar stuff. I like all that, so I'm looking forward to this. I think it's going to be great. It's good that, like, I can't believe it's taken this long for them to do that, but I heard recently, like, I think it was on the John Campier show this week, that there was rumour of um, them doing a Zelda animated movie as well. So maybe this is going to be, hopefully, starting off that sort of like an um, animated universe with Nintendo characters, and then we see that Super Smash Brothers movie eventually further down the line, uh, which I think a lot of fans would love to see. But yeah, again, like if they'd start doing that, maybe maybe we get like a teaser, like a, a post-credit scene of like a like a Zelda or some sort of tease for a, a wider Nintendo universe of characters. Uh, I'd be I'd be really pumped to see something like that. But I'm looking forward to this movie. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's one again. Everyone's going to enjoy this one. I think it's going to be an entertaining uh, movie to watch. Uh, let me know your thoughts though. Where uh, what are some of your favorite movies that are coming out in 2023? And out of these four, you know. Which ones are you most excited for? But anyway, that is it for today's headline topic. Let's move on to the next segment of today's show. Case covers take on other case covers. Can you handle that? Case cover collision. Case cover collision. Case Cover Collision. Each and every week I choose a different movie and look at the different case covers for that movie. Uh, and this week on Case Cover Collision, I will be looking at the movie Black Adam, starring The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. And I've got a few different covers. I've got four different case covers here. I've got DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, uh, an exclu HMV exclusive as well to look at. And, you know, I'm going to judge them all and find out which one is the winner of this week's case cover collision. So let's get into it anyway. Let's get to well, first of all, you know what? Let's let's talk about Black Adam first of all. The what was it? What was it? The Rock said, Dwayne Johnson. He said like uh, the 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 power of the the DC comic universe is about to change. The something like that, some sort of line he kept on like saying over and over again. And then uh, yeah, I don't think it turned out to be the quite the success. The Rock thought it was going to be. Um, I I watched it at the cinema this movie and I thought it was a decent movie. I I, I really I, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't enjoy it because I did enjoy it. I thought it was it was fun. Um, it wasn't quite what I'd expected of this project that has been in the works for so long though. I I think maybe I said that at the time, but this was a movie that was in the works for what like ten plus years and it wasn't like a 
a dark night, was it? You know, it wasn't that sort of groundbreaking movie that maybe we were all kind of like expecting it to be, or maybe maybe we weren't expecting um, that sort of movie. I I certainly was expecting a bit more. It was kind. Of, it was just a. It was a you know middle of the road superhero movie, but it was still funny. It was kind of like an on par with like a Venom, um, you know, that, that first Venom movie, you know, wasn't a spectacular movie, but it wasn't awful, uh, it was a decent movie to watch, but anyway, let's look at the case covers, ladies and gents, let's go for it, so first of all, this movie is coming out, I think it's coming out on the, ooh, you know, I didn't write it down the date, I'm pretty sure it is the 17th, around the 17th or the 19th of January, I think it is the 17th, it's come out on physical media release. Um, so we've got, first of all, let's look at the D- the DVD case cover for Black Adam, first of all. So here we go. The, the case cover is, you know, it's you know front and center. We have this anti-hero character of Black Adam played by The Rock, the great one. And he's in there. He's got like this, you know, this black suit on with like the, you know, very much the same as the Shazam suit. Rather than it being red, it's black this time. And it's got like the you know the big like lightning bolt in the center as well. I think the suit is you know really great. I think it looks great. You know he's pretty much taken up this whole shot of this case cover. You have the Black Adam logo above and behind the rock here, and then you have all the sort of like the supporting characters within the story. You've got is it Hawkman? You've got a few of the other ones. Um, Doctor Fate played by Pierce Brosnan in the. The, the guy who's kind of like, is it the Atom Smasher as well? Uh, there's a few other ones in there. And then at the bottom of the screen, you see uh, in this very small picture, Black Adam taking on Hawkman in sort of like this like stylistic look where they're fighting each other. And then you see like a clash of power rising up and like lightning shooting out uh, above them. You see the color here, this, you know, the colors used here. It's very much like a yellowy colour, a yellow sky, sunset colour at the bottom of the screen that goes into sort of like a dark midnight colour into the, you know, to the title of Black Adam at the top of the, and yeah, I think it's really good, a really strong looking cover this, um, you know, I think it it helps that the the costumes and for all these, all these characters are amazing, I think the Hawkman suit is great. Uh, I think Black Adam's suit is really good. So even, just there, just seeing them significant characters, you, you see the look of them. It, it looks really cool to look at. And I like this. I think the logo is perfectly fine. It's nothing like uh, overly. It doesn't stand out amazingly, but it, I think it just works for this. It's just, you know, fairly standard logo. And then you have the DC logo in small right by Black Adam there. But I like this DVD cover. I think it's a fairly decent cover. There's good use of colors and a good use of the characters of this movie. Uh, now let's move to the Blu-ray cover for Black Adam. Now, the Blu-ray cover is a very different take on this. Very much, I'd say it's the same shot of The Rock, but this time it's a very close-up shot. So you've got it's just his face in the camera here, in, in, the, in the case cover of The Rock. And then it goes to like a black fade underneath. So you don't even see the Black Adam suit here, which is a bit unusual. You just see The Rock, his face... And then you see in the middle to the left, the logo for Black Adam in a very different sort of like a color this time. Whereas the last one, it was like in the dark gray, the, the, the color of the text. It's in a light blue and yellow. So it really stands out a lot more, this one. I think the the actual font looks a bit more significant here, to be honest with you. You look at this one, even though the text is smaller as well. It stands out a lot more than that bigger text in the first one. 
Uh, here, again, you get a look at them, all them sort of side characters, the supporting cast members, the supporting heroes of the Justice Society of America here. Uh, all them characters, they kind of like go in on a bit of a curve, a bit of on the right-hand side, going up the face of the rock. And then you see a bit of like the lightning in the background as well around those supporting characters. But then in the back backdrop, you see on the left-hand sky, on the left-hand left hand side, sorry, the sky um, at the back of the rock. But it's very much like a very, like a lot of shadows used here. And like uh, around the, the rock's face, you see shadows on the on the right side of his face. I think is it, it kind of like, is it saying like, is he good or evil? Like, you know, the darkness, is he an evil character or is he on the, you know, the side of light? Is he a good character? You're never quite sure he is an anti-hero character. He's the way he's depicted in this movie. And on the comic books, he's more of a, a bad guy, a, a villainous character. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a neat, decent cover. I would have liked to have seen... The suit, though, being on scene in this one, I think this, seeing the suit again would have been great to see because I think for me the Black Adam suit is just is is just a crazy amazing suit to look at. It looks ten out of ten. I think it looks superb. And you look at the Rock's physique as well. He's just like this this mammoth of a guy. Why not show off the you know this guy who just genuinely looks like a superhero in this super cool suit? Show it off in these images. Um, that that's what I would would have thought would have sold better. And I think it looks more eye catching to people who are into superhero movies. Personally, me I, that's from me coming as a superhero fan. Uh, so for me, I gotta say the DVD case cover is my favourite so far out of these over the Blu-ray. And uh, now let's move on to the third choice today, and this is the Black Adam 4K um, release here. So um, this one is. Black Adam 4K. Let's look at this. I, oh, this is this is this is right up my street. Right up my street. So here we see now it's a kind of like a bit more of a a long shot of of Black Adam here. You see Black Adam in his his throne. He's on his throne at the end of the movie, and we see him just looking down at the camera in this very menacing look. But we see the whole outfit this time. We see this big menacing guy in this superhero outfit in the rock. Uh, it's a very dark cover as well. You know, we've got the black suit here, the black throne, and it's just a black background as if it's like at night, this this cover here. But then it's like you have the text behind him and very much similar to the text in the very first image, like a like sort of like a grey to dark gold yellow. There's a bit little tints of yellow in the text um, colour there. And it's in the backdrop of the rock, but then you, it kind of feels like it shines a light down onto the rock's head and then you've got the shine from the, the actual Shazam uh, lightning bolt on his chest as well, creating a bit more light for his face here, which is really good to see. But I think this is, this, to me, again, this is what I'm saying. The costume is a really cool costume. Show it off. This shows off this guy here. This shows off what we're going to see, this you know, this this character, this Black Adam character. And I think it's amazing. I, I think this is a really good cover. And i got to be honest with you, the 4K is my favorite so far. It's my favorite over the DVD, favorite over the Blu-ray. So the 4K is winning it for me. Uh, so now uh, let's move on to the 4th. And final case cover for today. And the fourth and final one I want to discuss is the Black Adam HMV Exclusive Limited Edition 4K Ultra HD Steelbook. So this is the, the HMV Exclusive Steelbook for Black Adam from HMV. Let's take a look at it. So, very similar to what they kind of done with the last one. Um, 
very much going for just the, the whole color scheme here is black. Uh, you've got a black, black background, very small text of the, the title of Black Adam is in the left center again. Um, and it's not as bright as the one that was left center on the Blu-ray cover. It's a bit small, it's same size, but a bit darker. But you see that gold on the one of the A's really stands out to highlight that thunderbolt, the lightning bolt, sorry. Uh, but this time we've got a side shot of the rock here, of the Black Adam character. And he's in the suit again. You see that suit looking really cool. And he's looking side on. And you see, you know, it's very much like the shadows here. You see a bit of light on the other side of his face. But then it's a lot of like a very like dark shadows on this side of his face. That kind of like saying, is this, guy, is this guy a like a hero or a, a good guy? Or, or is he a villain? And um, I, I think it's a really good shot, this. I think it looks gritty. It looks real. It looks like this. This is like this real badass, villainous, superhero, you know, anti-hero coming to life. And I, I think it looks amazing. The suit is... I, for me, the suit stands out. It's a standout suit. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, I think it looks really good. Really very minimalist cover, this one. Definitely very minimalist. But I like these covers. I think they, you know, sometimes less is more in these case covers and it really can stand out a lot more. But which one is the winner of case cover collision this week? I've got to give it to the 4K, the, the standard 4K, uh, not the HMV exclusive. The standard 4K is the winner. Black Adam on his throne, looking menacing, looking like a powerhouse. Uh, I, I think it looks incredible. The suit is highlighted here. The rocks, you know, huge physique. He's, you know, he looks like a superhero. He looks amazing. He looks, you know, someone I wouldn't want to mess with. Um, <laughs> and, and I think it's a, a really good cover. And I think it really is sort of like depicts what this movie kind of is for me. And I, I like it. I really like this cover. I think it's a great cover. So the 4K standard is the winner of this week's edition of Case Cover Collision. Let's move on with the next segment of today's show. The Amazon Top 10 is approaching. Prepare yourself. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The Amazon Top 10 has arrived. The Amazon Top 10. Each and every week, I give you the Amazon Top 10 for bestsellers list for DVD, 4K, and Blu-rays on Amazon.co.uk. Uh, let's take a look at the bestsellers list of physical media's uh, releases this week. Uh, let's see. So we got, first of all, at number 10, we have the Elvis movie on 4K. Uh, the Elvis movie was at number one for quite some time. I don't know. If it, I think it was a, the DVD release though. But that is a really good movie. I really enjoyed Elvis. Elvis 4K is at number ten. At number nine we have Marvel Studios Black Panther on Blu-ray. Uh, sorry, uh, the 4K of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, still a movie I've not I've not watched yet. So that's a movie I'm going to be checking out very soon. That's at number nine. At number eight we have Top Gun Maverick on Blu-ray. At number seven, we have House of the Dragon season one on DVD. I've still not watched the whole season yet, so that's, again, another one I'm definitely going to be watching soon. It's on my to-watch list. 
Uh, number six, we have Black Panther, Wakanda Forever on DVD at number six. Uh, number five, we have Black Adam on Blu-ray. Uh, we discussed on Case Cover Collisions today, Black Adam. Uh, number four, we have The Banshees of Inishirin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably butchering it, but I know it's uh, a movie. I think it was a Disney Plus release, I'm pretty sure, as well. Uh, I've not watched this one. It's got Colin Farrell in it. It's meant to be really good. One I've got to check out. That's at number four. And number three, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever on Blu-ray. And number two, we have Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I've never heard of that movie before. And at number one, wow, still. I, I didn't I, I didn't see it. Number one, still Elvis on DVD. It's still there. That is it's been like a month since we've done the podcast, and it's still number one. Um, well deserving. I, I think it was. It was even out of the Downton Abbey one. Cracking movie, Elvis, though. Well worth checking out. That is the Amazon top 10 for this week, ladies and gents. Let's move on to the rest, to the final segment of today's show. Ooh, what's been on the screen? What's been on the screen? Each and every week I discuss what I've been watching over the past week and this week I've been watching a few different things but I want to first, well I want to start off with this, uh, Renfield, the uh, new Nicolas Cage movie starring Nicholas Holt as well. Uh, Renfield, um, Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula and Nicholas Holt is playing his assistant. It's like a modern uh, you know, it's in mo- set in modern day. It looks like a comedy horror kind of like a like a Shaun of the Dead sort, sort of type movie. I watched the trailer for this today. I thought it looked really funny. Uh, basically, he's trying to break off from Dracula from being his assistant, and then you got Dracula just you know not having any of that, and then we just see like this comedy horror. It looks really good. I I, I saw a few pictures of uh, Nicolas Cage as Dracula and I thought, wow, this looks amazing. I didn't realise it was a comedy horror and then watched the trailer and I thought, yeah, this looks really good. That comes out on April 14th. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. It's also got the the female actress who was in the Shang-Chi movie as well. She played, was it Katie or Katie? Uh, in that movie, she's in this as well, another familiar face. And yeah, looking forward to seeing that. I think it's going to be a, a fun film. Uh, what else have I been watching this week? Uh, Glass Onion, the second Knives Out movie. Finally got around to watching it. Uh, I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was a really good mu- murder mystery, who'd, you know, whodunit story. Uh, Ryan Johnson returned to direct the movie and write the movie as well. Uh, you know, Daniel Craig returns as Benoit Blanc, the detective in this story. Uh, kind of getting a lot of like Pink Panther vibes with it, with his character as well. You know, he's, he kind of f- feels more like a comedy character in, in this movie more so than the first movie for me. But he's, uh, you know, I won't go too heavy into spoilers, but uh, I, I suppose, yeah, let's go heavy. Let's go heavy into spoilers. Let's go. Let's go. Spoilers ahead for, for Glass Onion Knives Out too. if you've not watched it. Spoilers ahead, ladies and gents. But uh, he's he's doing this like murder mystery on this island of this like rich billionaire played by Edward Norton. And then it turns out there is actually a murder on the island. And then there was a murder before they got to the island. And then we see Janelle Monet's character who plays the sister of... Um, of a character who was killed off the island by these bunch of mil- millionaires who were sort of like founding members in this big company. And then Benoit Blanc is kind of like 
caught in the middle of all this and he's trying to find out who killed Janelle Monet's character before they got to the island. But he's pretending that he doesn't know that uh, she's dead. So basically, <laughs> she has a twin sister called Helen uh, Janelle Monet. She was a singer at Jan Janelle Monet as well. She's a really, really cool singer. I remember seeing her at Glastonbury a few years ago, like on TV. Um, not that I went Glastonbury. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't survive that. But uh, she plays the sister of this character who who was killed earlier on in the, in the in the story. And then she gets this island pretending she's the twin sister that has been killed. And basically, it's him trying to find out and her trying to team up and trying to find out who killed her sister, her twin sister. And it's a you know it's a really a decent movie. I, I don't think it was half as good as the first one. Uh, I, I felt like it was a bit too like I don't know I, I don't know I felt like there was a bit too much comedy at times as well. And I'll be honest, with you, I, like the bits like were with was stuff putting stuff in with like the pandemic and the lockdowns and stuff like that. I, I don't know why they did that. It kind of like felt like a bit unnecessary i feel like they could have just avoided discussing like the pandemic and stuff in the story i don't know why they decided to do that a bit of an odd creative choice i thought myself personally but um it, yeah it was it was it was a decent watch i felt it was a bit too long it was over two hours i i think for that movie it could have been under two hours that would have been perfect for me but i'd be i think there'll be more of these movies i think the they're decent to watch. I'm not like a big fan of who done it movies or like who done it TV shows, but well worth checking out anyway. Yeah, Glass Onion. If you like the first one, give it a watch. I think you'll enjoy it. But anyway, that is it for today's show. If you enjoyed today's show, please do give it a like and um, check out the rest of the movie related on the channel if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're watching, to, if you're listening to this on a podcast app of your choice, uh, please do subscribe to the podcast app and leave a uh, a comment, leave a you know a, a five star review, and all reviews will get read out. But do send me the review as well, so I can see it. Sometimes they go a bit miss, and I will read all reviews out on the show as well. So um, let me know your thoughts anyway. But what are your thoughts? What are the best movies coming out in twenty twenty three for you, ladies and gents? What are some of your favorite movies you're looking forward to seeing this year? Uh, it's great to be back ladies and gents as well thank you again for uh, all the kindness and it's just good to be back in the community discussing movies as always but yeah that's it for a show thank you very much for watching ladies and gents remember to spread a bit of movie cheer and as always i will see you next time